morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing wonderful. This is your host, Dr. Michelle Daff, and you're listening to a Feminine Impression Podcast. And today we are going to discuss feminine confidence. This is a topic that I discussed on my YouTube channel a few months back. Now I'm bringing it over to my podcast. So go ahead and sit back, relax, grab something to drink, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. As a woman in society today, you are going to experience many triumphs as well as challenges. And I want to make sure that you're equipped to know how to deal with things as they come. The most important thing for you to have as a feminine woman is confidence. It's more important than your physical appearance. It's more important than your physical makeup of beauty. Your confidence is what's going to shine through. So today we're going to talk about feminine confidence, mind, body, and spirit. When most people think about having confidence, they sometimes mesh it with self-esteem. However, there is a difference between self-confidence and self-esteem. Self-esteem is when you reflect on your own self-image versus confidence is the way that you view your abilities, your capabilities. Now, they can be connected and they usually are in certain ways. However, they are worked on in different ways. For example, you may know that you're a beautiful woman with great attributes, but you may not feel confident that you'll ever meet the right guy and get married because all of your relationships consistently fail. Okay, so you have high self-esteem in terms of what you believe you bring, but your confidence is low in your ability to maintain a relationship. So in terms of how you see things in your life, honey, it's going to be a matter of the mind. Your mind is what shapes your reality. The thoughts that you think eventually manifest into your life because that is going to be your worldview or your world concept, which then becomes your self-concept. So in terms of our mind and having more confidence in the way that we think, some of these things have been tainted and that's why we struggle with them. Perhaps you may not even realize why you're not confident. You may see other people doing great things or walking with confidence, performing things with confidence, speaking with confidence, crushing their goals, and you think, what's wrong with me? Why don't I have that confidence? Or you can be a lady who is trying to lean into her femininity and you have bought the new clothes, you put on the makeup, you paint your nails, you feel like you are killing it in terms of the way you look. However, you don't have the confidence to actually go outside your house and address, or you don't have the confidence to smile back at a man when he's showing interest in you. You don't have the confidence of what you want to be. And that's challenging because the two do have to meet at some point. You have to be able to carry out the things that you're working on in order to get to your future. Some things that can sort of taint our confidence is rejection. So say in the past you have tried something new. Someone told you to do something and you went out and you did it and you were rejected. It didn't work out for you. Or maybe even now, you're trying to be more lighthearted and you're trying to be more pleasant, but you're not seeing any differences. 
Rejection can definitely taint your confidence. If you've been in relationships where your partner has been cheating on you, even though you think you've been doing everything right, it can make you feel like you're not going to ever be in a successful relationship. Same thing comes with jobs. If you've been interviewing for so many positions and you're not getting calls back, you might start thinking, you know what? I'm not able to interview well. I'm not a desirable candidate. Maybe I'm not that smart. This also comes by the way of failures. We all have failures, honey. We all fail at something. That's the only way for us to really even enjoy great things when they happen is knowing what it feels like to fail. And if we don't persevere, if we don't continue pushing forward, even when things don't seem like they're quite opening up, we will never get to our destiny. And then some of us were put down by our own parents or by the people who raised us. Maybe you weren't raised with your parents, you were raised with older siblings, or you were raised in a foster home, and those people did not pour love into you. Maybe it was a teacher or a dance instructor or a track coach, and they told you things about yourself that weren't true and weren't very kind. And because of that, you've held on to it. And now you don't feel like you have the confidence to do things that you see yourself as capable of doing. So these are mental blocks that keep us from reaching our goals as women. And a goal of being who you are supposed to be the way God designed you to be is something you are constantly fighting against, both in this world and because of the enemy. You're going to have thoughts that come into your head sometimes that you're like, wait, why am I even thinking this? Where did this come from? Things that are just trying to hold you back. Because once you hit that point of greatness, you will be unstoppable. But the path to getting there is gonna require you to force yourself to start making changes every single day until you get there and you will get there but you can't give up now in terms of confidence honey i really want you to remember this you cannot control what people think about you some of you ladies have been doing such a great job in terms of redefining yourself, changing your lifestyle, changing the things that you do, speaking differently. You stop cursing. You stop smoking. You're reading your Bible now. You're being kind to people. You're giving. You are opening yourself up to the world. You're wearing bright colors. You're wearing dresses and heels, and you're looking like a woman and Maybe your friends don't approve of it or your family is making fun of you. It doesn't matter. As hard as that is to swallow, it doesn't matter. Eventually, if you stick with this, you will see the results and you may have to break outside of that group. And that is okay. That is okay. A lot of times that's going to be what's necessary because whoever we've put ourselves around as people are people who we identified with at some point in time. Many friends are situational. You just happen to meet them in college or you happen to meet them at your job and now you're going to happy hour with them, but you became friends based on a situation. So if they don't like the way that you dress now or they don't like the way that you've set up your standards for dating now, 
maybe you introduce this guy that you're talking to and they're like, oh, since when do you care about this? Since when do you care about that? And you feel like you have to always defend everything you say, you might start seeing that it's time to get a new circle or take a couple steps back because other people can ruin your progress instantly. And you might say, well, I don't have feminine friends and I don't have this kind of person and that kind of person as a role model. It's not important to have feminine friends necessarily. What's important is to have friends that love you, that are accepting of you no matter what you're doing with your life, as long as it's positive and friends that you can lean on and depend on to push you towards your goals, not people who are going to criticize you and bring you down. So they don't have to be other women who want to live in their femininity. Not everyone's ready for that. Not everyone understands that. We all grow at different rates. But what you have to look at is the heart, the heart of the person. And guard yourself, guard your heart, which is your mind. Guard your mind from people who are going to bring you down. I want to talk about some ways to overcome all the things that are holding you back in terms of your confidence mentally. When you have confidence as a feminine woman, it is a quiet confidence. It's not an arrogance. As you start to develop this quiet confidence, it's important that you don't have pride or start feeling sorry for yourself for things that you didn't know. As you begin to learn more and more things, you need to be able to sit back and say, oh, I did not know that. Now this is why this happened and start drawing those connections. That way you can start seeing when you're making progress and you can say, wow, you know, a year ago I would have said this or I would have done that and look at me now. But if you're not able to reflect back and think about what you've done or what's happened as a result of the way you were thinking or behaving, then it's going to be very difficult to mark your progress. Be very open to learning. It irks me so much when I create a video or I see other people create videos and people are in the comments saying things like, your hair is out of place, or your lipstick is too dark, or I can't concentrate because of your accent. When people do that, not only does it shine on their insecurities because they can't even handle the information they're hearing, they have to deflect and say things about the person speaking, but the saddest thing is that they miss out on the entire message. We are living in an age where you have free access to information. Years and years ago, all of these things you're learning, someone either had to teach you, someone who knew and cared about you and took the time, or you would have to read about it, or you would just have to go through lots and lots of trials and, you know, just figure it out eventually. Now you have the internet, you have so much information available to you, and a lot of it is free. You know, sometimes it's not free and that's okay too, but you're blessed to have so much free information that will literally change your life. That is something to be extremely grateful for. So when you're watching someone who is giving you information for free, it's not the time to be focused on things that don't matter, like what package they're in as they're telling you these things. Listen to wisdom, whether it's coming from an old lady or coming from a five-year-old, if it makes sense, if it lines up with the truth, if it resonates with you. 
It doesn't matter who it's coming from. As a confident feminine woman, you are not threatened by other people who have information you don't have. If someone is speaking or giving out information about something and you think, oh wow, I wish I knew that. I wish I looked like her. I wish I went to that college. All of these things that it is showing your lack of confidence in what you can do. You can do those things too if you want to. You can dress like that if you want to. You can go to college if you want to. You can do a lot more than you give yourself credit for. Instead of comparing yourself and looking at yourself as lacking, think about how fantastic it is that you're learning things from someone who you may want to be like and working towards that. That is confidence when you're not threatened by another woman. Another way you can have confidence as a feminine woman is living clean. Sometimes the lack of confidence can come off as being rude and people may not be able to understand why you're acting in a certain way. But a lot of times with women, our confidence gets shut down because we're worried about things. And I'm going to give you an example, an example that I know I struggled with for a very long time. A lot of things that I teach you ladies It's God just flipping things around. So much of what I teach you, I struggled with. And I'm helping you because I don't want people to go through what I went through. So never feel like people are above you or better than you. It's actually a blessing to know, hey, I can go from this to this. It's possible. So something I struggled with, and it ties right into confidence, is keeping my car clean. Having a clean environment is so necessary as a feminine woman. And this is something I'll talk more about later. But my car used to be such a mess. And since I was younger, I've always had messy things, like a messy backpack. When I was in elementary school, (laughs) the teacher would walk past my desk and be like, Michelle, my desk would be like full of a bunch of papers and pencils and just so stuff that you couldn't even get anything out. And it didn't make any sense because it's like, oh, she's like an A student, but yet she's so unbelievably messy. So I'd be driving sometimes and someone would need a ride, maybe one of my friends or a coworker, and they'd ask me for a ride and I'd say, nope, sorry, gotta go. And it's not because I didn't want to give them a ride, but it's because in my mind, I knew my car was messy. I didn't want them in my car because I wasn't living clean. I wasn't living in a way where I had the confidence that any day of the week, if anyone sat in my car, it would be okay. The music wouldn't turn on and it'd be some super crazy song with a bunch of cursing and nasty language. I had confidence that I don't even listen to that kind of music. So I can turn on the radio or whatever was already playing can come back on and it'll be fine for whoever is sitting in my car. Confidence comes with living a clean life. And it also helps for any impromptu moments that you may have. So some women are not confident because they don't feel like they're physically clean. Imagine your husband wanting to have a impromptu intimate moment with you and you're brushing him off, you're pushing him off of you and you're just not interested because you don't feel clean. You don't feel like you are ready and you haven't made it a priority to keep yourself clean. You don't carry deodorant with you. You don't take showers every single night. You're doing things to where you're not confident with your own cleanliness. Okay, this is a big issue for women. And I talk about this so much because I think we think that everyone takes a shower every day, but 
They do not. Many women do not shower daily. And if you live in a place where you have the means to do it and it's just out of laziness, it's something that really needs to be taken care of every day, cleaning your body. In addition to that, you know, there are lots of things. You can go on and on about living clean, but watching porn on your phone. Okay, if you're watching porn, if you're living a lifestyle where you are having a secret sins like watching porn, which I know a lot of us have this issue because I've talked about it many times on my Instagram. If you've been watching porn the night before and someone at work or your mom or anyone needs to use your phone for something and you don't want to give it to them because if they click one of the buttons to go online, that's the first thing that's going to pop up because you forgot to sign out. These things are real. I like to really lay things out the way that they are because we need help. These are the things that bring you anxiety because you're always worried that you're going to get found out about one thing or another. It's important that you value living a clean life. If you have a DUI and you have a breathalyzer in your car, you may not want someone to sit in your car because they're going to have to see you blowing it and it's going to embarrass you. So whenever you make choices in your life, every choice has consequences. And as those consequences continue to build up, it will affect your confidence. And people may think things differently of you because they don't understand why you're acting in a certain way. Living clean will eliminate so many of your confidence issues. In addition to that, as a feminine woman, it's important that you renew your mind every day by reading the Bible only God can renew your mind. The Bible has so many beautiful, wonderful, affirming scriptures where the Lord is telling you how much he loves you, how much he's going to help you, how blessed you are, what he's going to do for you, how he's never going to leave you. There are so many beautiful scriptures that if you just took the time to write some, even if it's just two on a note card and just kept it with you when you need it, you will realize that you'll be able to memorize it. And when you're stressed out or you think you can't do something, these scriptures will come to mind. The Holy Spirit will bring it to remembrance. And that is one of the most powerful things because those scriptures have power and they can open doors and break down walls and get you through whatever situation you're in. So renewing your mind Every single day, first thing in the morning, opening up that beautiful book and spending time with God. If you want, you can start with the Psalms. The Psalms have so many beautiful scriptures that you can memorize and you can just reflect on, meditate on, and allow it to seep into your spirit. Another way you can have confidence as a feminine woman is having a collaborative spirit. What that means is being okay working with other women and cheering other women on. This goes back to not feeling threatened by other women. If you are a beautiful, strong, wonderful feminine woman, you're going to be admired. People are going to tell you great things about yourself and that love should be returned to other people. You should be able to say, you did a great job, or I love that dress. I love that dress on you. You wear it so well. You're not feeling like you have to be in this constant competition with other women. What that looks like is you're judging yourself based on them. Like, wow, her hair is so long. I wish I had hair that long. I can't afford a weave. Man, I hate my life. My life sucks. It doesn't have to always get to that point, but for a lot of women, it does get to that point. Because we're constantly comparing ourselves and wanting to know if we are better than them in our mind. 
So you have to have confidence that you are beautiful, even if you don't look like them. You are still beautiful. You have to also know that your time will come. If you see that your friend just got engaged and she had this beautiful, lovely engagement and you feel like, wow, everyone seems to be getting engaged. What about me? The confidence that your time will come is what's going to help you to say, I can clap for this person. I can wish them well. I can pray for them. I can genuinely in my spirit want the best for them. It shouldn't have to take you getting yours first to start wanting the best for other people. It's the other way around. When you start wanting the best for other people and being okay working with other women and collaborating with other women, that's how God starts opening up doors for you. Feminine women who live in their confidence are not threatened by others' excellence. You will get there. It just takes time. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a virtual counseling service where you can schedule phone or video sessions. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. It is a worldwide service and can help you in areas such as depression, anxiety, anger, trauma, and other concerns. Everything that you share is confidential, professional, and affordable. You can check out their testimonials on their website daily. And note, this is not a crisis hotline. I want you to live a life where you're full of happiness and hope today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com slash feminine. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash feminine. It's also important, my dear, that you know how to have discretion. Discretion is one of the most important qualities as a feminine woman, watching your tongue. And what that means is knowing who to tell things to and knowing when to say things and when to keep quiet. Not everything needs to be shared. And I know we live in a time where it doesn't seem like that because everyone's constantly sharing everything. But the people who are really joyful in their life, who are really making stride in their life and things are happening for them, they're not sharing everything. Even if it looks like they are, they are not because you don't get anywhere when you do that. And then you have to worry. Once you start sharing things like secrets and you've told all these people all these secrets and then all of a sudden, maybe you get a certain position in life or you stop being their friend or they become jealous of you, or they want to use your name so that they feel like they're important because now you're this famous person. You're running the risk of them sharing your secrets. You're running the risk of those things that you've shared coming back to bite you. Same thing comes with telling people about your future plans, things that you have that you're waiting to do or you're about to start. Wait until you already do it. Wait until it's done. You don't need everyone's energy involved in your life. And that's really what it is. Everyone's thoughts. You may think that everyone is happy for you or you may be so happy for yourself that you don't even think that people wouldn't be happy for you. But that's just not the case. The majority of people actually are 
unhappy with their lives. And envy is real. And that energy that envy comes with, because it's sin, it's not coming from God, my love. It's not coming from God. Those thoughts are agreeing with evil spirits. And that unfortunately does impact your progress. It's not worth it. Okay. And I know some people may think that by not sharing things, you're being secretive or it's not right because they're asking you something and you're lying. But if whatever you're going to share is going to ultimately ruin or maybe even threaten what you have going, then you need to use discretion and evade the question, change the subject, or you know, just walk away. Whatever you have to do, it's not worth risking whatever you have going. Another way you can have feminine confidence is not taking compliments or insults to heart. I know it's so tempting when we get compliments to just revel in it and just be so excited that someone says my dress looks nice. But when you start doing that, when you start just taking things in too deeply, then it affects you when people say things that are negative about you. When you have confidence as a feminine woman, whether it's confidence in the way you look or confidence in whatever you're doing or saying, then you take everything with a grain of salt. Yes, you may be grateful for a nice compliment, of course. However, you don't take too much time thinking about it and letting that be your marker. Whether it's positive or it's negative, it doesn't really matter. Trying to stay very neutral about compliments and insults is what's really going to help you. And you can then curb your responses a lot better because you're not dependent on what other people think about you. Also, in order to be a confident feminine woman, you're going to have to have the courage to plan. When you have courage, then you have the ability to accept the future through the actions that you take today. It's all about taking your life into your own hands and making decisions and acting on them, as well as taking responsibility for your choices. You can't ever really make progress if you're not planning, if you don't have the courage to do it. You may have dreams that God's put into your heart or visions of being a guitarist or being a salsa dancer or being a teacher or a writer starting your own business, whatever it is. But if you don't have the courage to even start planning, what is that really going to look like? How much money do I need? Where do I need to live? Who do I need to know? What do I need to do? If you don't even have the courage to start planning, it's not going to happen. You have to be able to have confidence that it's a possibility. Okay, Confidence that it's a possibility. What if it could happen? That's the mental conversation you're having. What if it could happen? What would it look like? How would it be? What would I do? And actually map it out. That's how you begin to have the confidence to actually take steps towards it. Or else it'll only be an idea. It'll only be a thought, a wish, a dream. But it will never even be started if you don't have the courage to start planning. In order to have feminine confidence, you're not spending a lot of time comparing yourself to people. Comparing yourself is not a negative thing if you're using it as a marker to know maybe what you're lacking in or what you could improve on or how far you need to go. But when you start thinking, oh, this is better than me or people like them more, so that means that they're better, 
Those harmful comparisons are not going to get you anywhere. You have to eliminate comparing yourself to other people and understand that each and every one of you have been sent by God on a specific individual assignment. Even if your assignments have similar functions, you are unique. Your experiences are unique. The way you look is unique. The way you talk, the way you act is unique. So it's not going to be like everyone else. And that's okay. Some people may say, well, I like the way this person talks because they sound so sophisticated. But you're from the hood. You're from the Bronx. And you didn't grow up speaking like that. That's not even how you feel comfortable. But you have your own way of speaking that's unique to you. You still have a clear voice. You still have a respectable tone. However, you may have a little twang, a little accent, and it's cute, and it's you, and it's spunky, and that's okay. There's no cookie cutter way to be, and everyone brings something very unique into this world. If you ever forget, all you have to do is take a look at your fingerprints. Every single person has a different fingerprint. Every single person who has ever lived since Adam has a different fingerprint. That is how creative God is. He doesn't make anyone the same. Down to your fingerprints. And that's a beautiful thing. Love that. Live in that. And make sure to be honest with yourself, okay, about everything that you need. That's how you get confident is when you start understanding you need certain things and you're not apologizing about it. So if you know that you need eight hours of sleep and you're out at a birthday dinner and it's kind of going way later than it needs to go and you know you need that to function tomorrow for work, you are comfortable getting up and politely excusing yourself and letting them know that, you know, time has kind of run out for you. You have to go and not thinking, oh no, I can't leave. What are they going to think? They're not going to like me. She's not going to invite me out anymore because I left early. Your needs are important. And these basic needs like sleeping supersede how a person feels about you leaving early. And of course, it's situation by situation. But if you know that the next day you have a very important presentation or you have a test that you have to study for, and because you were not confident enough to leave, you ended up not studying or not sleeping, then you have to deal with the consequence the next day. You may be worried and anxious about that presentation because you know you didn't finish it or you know you didn't study enough for the test, and you won't be able to perform the same because your confidence is lower. Maybe those extra hours of studying wouldn't have even made a difference. You may have still performed exactly the same, but the confidence that you would have had walking into that test would be drastically different knowing that you did everything you knew to do, and that's the difference. So whatever it is that you need, quiet time in the morning, okay, that's what I need to get my day going. I need to have at least a few minutes just praying and reading before I start my day. And if I don't do that, the whole day I'm irritable because I know that I didn't start my day off the way that I needed to. Whatever it is that you need, you need to be honest with yourself. If you know you need three hours to get ready before you go out, then start getting ready three hours early. Don't think you can do it in 20 minutes because then it causes problems. Now your spouse is waiting on you and now he's irritated with you. Now you're fighting in the car. All of these things can be avoided. 
If you needed three hours to do your hair and your makeup and take a shower and you only got 20 minutes, then guess what? You're probably not going to be confident with the way your makeup came out or the way your hair looks or the way you look. And all of that is going to be apparent wherever you go. It's important, my love, to be proactive. That is how you become confident is to be proactive, to think ahead, to plan to know what you're going to do in situations before they arise. If you know you're going somewhere where you're going to see someone that you don't get along with, plan ahead. What are you going to say when this person approaches you? Or what are you going to say to be able to slip away? Have things planned out beforehand. That way you're confident that when you walk into that situation, you have a game plan. All of these things are just part of life. But as a feminine woman, you're going to come across lots of situations that are going to require you to have some of these things down pat. And I really want you to start focusing on how you can renew your mind, how you can change your mind to become a confident feminine woman. the most important and telling things in terms of confidence is your posture, the way you sit, the way you walk, the way you sway as a feminine woman. This is what gives people a clue as to what kind of woman you are before they even begin speaking to you. So ensuring that you're walking with your back straight without your shoulders hunched forward sitting with your back straight and this is hard you know it's just more comfortable to kind of slouch but actually being conscious of it being mindful of it so sure you may slouch but you pick yourself back up this is especially apparent for my ladies who are very tall as a tall elegant feminine lady you're going to have to be more mindful of the way your shoulders look the way your back looks when you walk. And this is something you can practice at home in front of a mirror. You can put books on your head and try to walk without having the books fall. You can find ways to work on your posture, but it's important because that's what shows that you are confident. So if you're giving a presentation, if you're giving a speech, if you're making an announcement at church or at an organizational party, and you're standing with your shoulders drooped or you're slouched over, it shows a lack of confidence. People are going to be more willing to listen to what you're saying when you stand and walk in authority, when you walk like you know what you're talking about because of your posture. It's so important and it's very subtle. Some people don't realize just how important it is, but it does make a vast difference in how you present. So if you're changing up your wardrobe and you're buying all these new things, but you do not walk with confidence, then it takes away from your entire look. It shows that you don't want people to even see you. And that in itself is a whole nother conversation, but it goes back to confidence. You may think that someone like you shouldn't be wearing this. Maybe you don't deserve it. Maybe you're not one of those girls and you feel like, a stranger in your clothing. All of these things will contribute to the way that you present. So it is a mental shift, 
but these are physical ways that show that you are confident. And also wearing things that suit you. That's going to make it a lot easier for you to be confident with your body. If you're wearing clothing that suits your body type, that matches the way that you want to look, so you're not just copying something that someone else on Instagram wore. It may look good with their body type. It may look good with their skin tone. It may even look good with their filter. But that's not the way it looks on you. And that's okay. It just means that you have to find what suits you, the colors that suit your skin the best, bringing out maybe certain parts of your body or certain parts of your face or your eyes. You know, same thing goes with makeup. You may not be able to wear a bunch of red, bright lipstick. It may feel uncomfortable to you. So when you have that bright lipstick on, you may think, oh, I don't want to speak. I don't want any attention drawn to me. I don't even know I'm wearing this. It doesn't look good on me. I don't like it. And that's okay. But you have to, first of all, take the chances so you can find out what you do like or what does work. Because a lot of times what people do is they try one thing and they just give up. Okay, maybe that red didn't work for you, but maybe a different hue of red would work for you. Or maybe nude is the best choice for you. Whatever it is, it just takes you being able to face yourself and be okay with what suits you. It doesn't have to be what other people think is fashionable or exciting. Another way you can be more confident with your body as a feminine woman is, of course, you knew I was going to say it, eating well and exercising. This can be an issue even before it's an issue. Some people's blood pressure goes up the moment they hear eating well and exercising. But the one thing that people really struggle with, especially in America, is having self-control over their food. We have to be more careful about not overeating and not eating a lot of things that are harmful to us just because it's available. And a lot of this can be a spiritual issue, but some of it really, it just comes back down to your self-control, to your ability to be able to say, I don't need to keep eating, I'm full. Or to be able to say, I need some discipline in my life and I need to start exercising so that I'm not breathing super heavy. You're going to be met with lots of situations that are going to impact you if you're not confident about your weight. And of course, it's not to say that your weight is the only indicator of health because we know that's not true. You can be what we call overweight and still be extremely healthy. My mentor is a plus-size woman, and whenever she goes to her doctor's appointments, they tell her all of her vitals are perfect. She is in perfect health, but she is overweight. However, she eats very clean. She works out in small ways, but it's always moving in some way, walking and doing things that are going to help her to sweat, help her heart to pump better. She's going to be mindful of her lifestyle, even though she is a big woman. However, when you are unhealthy, it's going to affect your standard of living. Not only is it going to make you feel insecure about the clothes you can wear, but it's also going to make you feel insecure about lots of things. When you are struggling with weight issues, it's going to affect you so severely that the time that you're spending worrying and stressing could be used to start figuring out what you can do to eliminate the problem. Now, I know food is good. We all love food, but it's not just food that's a problem. When it comes to feminine confidence, I'm also talking about staying away from drinking too much, smoking, smoking weed, smoking cigarettes, and that applies to all of us. 
drinking and smoking and popping pills and doing things of that nature, you are going to be affected by these things. If you are getting drunk, then you may say something that you shouldn't have said. Okay. And maybe tomorrow you won't be able to remember what you said, but regardless, you said it and now it could impact your life or smoking. You know, when you smoke marijuana, it's going to affect your brain cells. It's going to affect your mind, your ability to be able to remember things. So if you have gotten into the habit of smoking weed, then you may not have confidence in your ability to remember things. You may walk into a room and completely forget why you came there. Or you may be in the middle of a presentation and not be able to remember half of what you know you would normally be able to remember because you've got into a habit of smoking. My love, I know the world makes it seem like all of these things are just so normal and you're just living it up and enjoying your life, eating like crazy, smoking and drinking, doing whatever you want, and there are not consequences. Oh, there are lots and lots and lots of consequences and they're not worth it, okay? On top of the anxiety you get from doing lots of sneaky things. So try and curb these things so that you don't have issues with your body, okay? Because all of these things will affect your body. Overeating will affect it, smoking will affect it, and drinking will affect it. I want you to be healthy. I want you to live long. I want you to have confidence that you don't need those things. You don't need weed to be a funnier person. You don't need alcohol to be able to have more courage. All of these things are clearly inside of you, but they need to be brought out by other things that don't also harm you. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about in terms of feminine confidence as it relates to your body is looking your best. This is always going to help you to feel confident when you look your best. When you're wearing your best jeans or your best dress, you know you look good. No one has to tell you, you know you look good. So that's a great feeling when you step out and you know you look good, you feel great. That is going to give you confidence in whatever you're doing that day. You're just going to be in a better mood because you feel good. So take some time and care for yourself. You know, do your makeup sometimes. Care for the things that you have. If you have a purse, make sure that you're wiping it down and caring for it so it doesn't have a bunch of makeup stains and stuff all over it. You know, do things that are going to help you show up for yourself, honey. All of these things are going to pay off in the end. And in terms of looking your best, it also helps in terms of your confidence is finding out what's appropriate to wear. If you're going to an event and you have no idea what you should wear, then look it up or ask and find out what's appropriate. That way you don't walk into a situation where you're dressed completely inappropriately because that will affect your confidence. So honey, I want you to reflect on all of these things that we talked about and think about your life. In what ways are you showing confidence with your body? Do you love your body? Are you doing things that are causing yourself to hide your body? Are you doing secret things? Are you harming yourself? And so you can't wear a dress. Are there things going on that you're not addressing? Are you willing to step out of your comfort zone and try new things that could look so great on you 
What are you doing to help your confidence in terms of your body? It's yours. I want you to start loving it and taking good care of it inside and out. And you will see a drastic difference in your confidence in what you do, where you go, and how you behave. And last but certainly not least, we are going to talk about having confidence in your spirit. This is the most important area for you to have confidence in. Confidence in knowing that you, my love, were made in the image of God. The closer you get to God in terms of having a relationship with him, understanding who Jesus is, what Jesus did for you, and having a relationship with the Holy Spirit, it will be the only thing that points you in the direction of knowing who you are. God is the only one that can give you true confidence. No man can do that for you. Once you become born again and you begin to renew your mind through the word of God, you will develop a new confidence based on his promises, which are clearly revealed to you. And you'll be transformed into a whole nother woman in terms of the way that you think, the way that your mind processes information, the things that you're able to see on a spiritual level. You as a woman are spirit and you live in a body But you, in terms of your essential being, is spirit. So that is what needs to be dealt with in order to truly have confidence. Recently, there have been so many studies by world-renowned psychologists and psychiatrists that observe human behavior and how we as humans deal with things like depression, anxiety, alcohol and drug abuse, suicide. And what's been found, which is not surprising, is that those people who identify as being Christians, as having Jesus in their life, have significantly lower rates in every single area. Sometimes they're as alarming as three to four times, especially in the area of suicide. Because when it comes to your spirit, the only thing that can give you hope are the promises of God. That is what's going to renew you when you're stressed and when you're down and when you are depressed is understanding that you have a savior. This is not your portion. You have something to hold on to. And it genuinely worries me when a person has nothing to hold on to except themselves. Because we're all spiritual beings, we're always going to be seeking a way to fulfill that confidence that our spirit needs to get through life. So many of us will do things like put our confidence in horoscopes and tarot cards and fortune tellers, hoping to get an answer and to get stability in our day hoping to set our intentions by someone letting us know what our portion is, what our reality really should be, what we should be looking forward to. And those spirits, which they are spirits, they are picking up things from a place, are not clean. They're not heavenly spirits. They're not of God. And so it troubles people because, of course, spiritually, you want to feel at peace. But the only way to get peace is knowing Christ. So unfortunately, many people fall into these things where they're being told omens that are not good, things about their life that are not positive, and they can't stop thinking about it. It haunts them. 
Some people practice things like the law of attraction and other new age ways of trying to dictate and prepare our future. And we feel like, okay, we're more confident now that we know that this is what we should expect. But aside from it being witchcraft, aside from it being witchcraft that you're engaging in, especially if you're a child of God, that is full-blown rebellion. So aside from it being witchcraft, you are also putting yourself in a position where your spirit is being haunted. And that is the saddest thing to me. I heard about a woman who did this, who went to seek a person to tell them about her future just because she wanted to know what was going to happen, just to give her some peace about her life, wanting to know what direction to go in. And the person told her that she was going to be a young widow. She wasn't even married yet. Imagine how much stress that brought her. And of course, she did get married. And about a year or two into the marriage, her husband ended up dying in a car accident. And of course, she felt that she brought it on by visiting this person. And if not by visiting them, then by thinking about this so much. And unfortunately, this is the kind of thing that happens when you step out of God. Your spirit is not made to handle anything dark. As a feminine woman, it's important for you to put your trust in God. Trust God to do all the things that you cannot do. When we rely on ourselves, that's when we start reaching out for any and everything to bring us comfort. And that's when we get ourselves in trouble. When you're worried that you can't do something and you jeopardize your integrity or your health to be able to get it done, it becomes a problem that backfires on you. Maybe you think that if you don't look a certain way, people are not going to give you a deal or they're not going to help you at a store. Or maybe you think you have to have sex with your boss in order to get a raise or get a different position. Your trust is not in God. Your trust is in yourself. And unfortunately, when you do that, you end up with lots of consequences. You don't have to put your trust in yourself, my love, or in your material belongings. You may think if you don't pull up to the restaurant in a fancy car, then people are going to be thinking you're poor. You know, all these things affect your confidence. You may think because you don't have a luxury vehicle, you can't even go into certain parts of town and have dinner there because they're going to figure out that you don't belong. All of these things are going to affect your quality of life. And you will end up doing things to jeopardize yourself, your safety, and your integrity. You must have faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Unfortunately, in this society, too many of us women rely on our looks to get us through every single door. And although by human nature, yes, a lot of times it does, it is not the only factor. And it's not the factor that God uses to raise people up. It's not just about your looks. It can get you to a certain point, but it doesn't mean it won't come with consequences. The problem is you ladies never get to see the consequences. You only get to see what people allow you to. I've received a number of you ladies asking what I think about you getting plastic surgery because so many of these channels and Instagram pages, it seems like all the women who end up making it have gotten some sort of augmentation done to their face or to their body, YouTubers included. Every time someone gets a little bit of money 
or a little bit of fame that seems to be the road they go down. Now, people have their personal reasons for doing things, and that's between them and God. But in terms of my personal opinion, if you're doing that in order to have access to something like a certain kind of man, certain luxuries and pleasures, remember that those are not the things that make you happy. Yes, they may bring you some pleasure. Yes, they may make you feel like you are better than other people if that's what's important to you. But let's be clear, it does not equal joy. I don't want you to consider plastic surgery just to look more feminine. Femininity is much more about the way you behave than the way you look. The way you look is important and it would be important regardless. Whether or not you are a man or a woman, how you look matters. But in terms of femininity, it is much more about the way you behave. And we'll talk about that later, but I want you to know that if you have confidence in God, then you won't be worried about changing your facial features to get access to things. You'll know that God will allow you to have access to things because he has favor, because it's what he wants for you. And he made you perfectly. He doesn't need your help. He made you perfectly. And if he wants you to have something, you don't have to get plastic surgery in order to get it. You don't want the consequences with going outside of God's design. So again, this question comes up a lot and it's a personal decision, but that is a lens I look at it through. In terms of having spiritual confidence, you are asked as a feminine woman by your Lord, your creator, to have a gentle and quiet spirit. That means who you are on the inside, your spirit man, is gentle and quiet. Not silent, but quiet, meaning you are not quick to have confrontations with other people. You are not the kind of woman who feels the need to put other women down, or anyone down for that matter. When you have a gentle and quiet spirit, you are respectful to men. You honor your husband and his leadership position that God gave him. You don't have to be combative about things. You have confidence, but it's a quiet confidence. It's a gentle confidence. It's not a confidence that always has to be right, that always has to prove your point. You know how to let things go when they're not worth an argument, but not in a disrespectful and a demeaning way, but in a way where you leave that person with their dignity and quietly bow out. This is something that is honored by men. When a man sees a feminine woman who has a gentle and quiet spirit, it is much more valuable than having a nice body, than having plastic surgery, than having all of these things that people on this earth make seem like they're the priority for a woman to have in order to be respected. Men respect women who have a gentle and quiet spirit. When he knows that you're not going to challenge him on every single thing he says, that you're going to show respect even when you disagree, that you're going to speak life into him even when he messes up. When you have a gentle and quiet spirit, you have the love of Jesus inside of you. You know what it's like to mess up. You know what it's like to hurt. And you, in turn, don't try to hurt other people. 
You are compassionate and kind and loving. You are not abrasive or loud or demeaning. When you have a gentle and quiet spirit, you are prized amongst everyone because it takes self-control and humility to have every reason to be arrogant and be loud and be bold and choose to be gentle. What I want you to take from all of this, honey, is that the Lord loves you. If you trust God, if you understand how much Jesus loves you, everything about you was created for a purpose. If you happen to be a very happy and excited person by nature, God made you that way. Don't tone it down just because someone says, oh, you're 45. You shouldn't be all giddy like that. You have to act mature and feminine. That's not what femininity even means. Be yourself, but understand that there are certain things that are going to be important for you to develop in order to be a successful woman in your marriage, in your career, and in life. And that's what I want you to focus on. Living in a way where you can have a confident mentality, confidence with your body and your health, and confidence in your spirit. So you can really live in joy. It's one step at a time, my dear. One day at a time. I know it's a lot of information. And for a lot of us, it's a lot of undoing and unlearning. And that's okay. You have God. He will change you. He wants you to be the woman he created you to be. As long as you say yes, as long as you ask him for help in every one of these areas, he will be excited to get you there. You will be the confident feminine woman that he created you to be. I thank you ladies so much for being here and taking the time to listen and take in all of this information. I know it's difficult, especially if confidence is something you've struggled in, but don't worry, you will get there. This is the beginning and that's exciting. You have a starting place. So take your before picture and write it down. Whatever your life is like, whatever you want to fix, whatever you want to change, just write it down. This is your before snapshot. And by the time you are transformed and renewed in God, you are going to look in the mirror and you are going to be the woman that you've always wanted to be. I am so excited for you and I'm so happy to be with you along the way. If you want extra tips on this topic, then go to my YouTube channel, Dr. Michelle Daff, and watch the video on this same topic where I share additional and different tips about feminine confidence. Also, follow me on my Instagram page, A Feminine Impression, for more feminine inspiration. And you can follow my personal Instagram page, Dr. Michelle Daff. If you're interested in seeing outfit of the days or different products that I recommend, then follow me on there as well. I love you all so much and I thank you for being here. I thank you for allowing me to pour into you and being open and receptive to change. You will get there, my love. Remember, in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Until next time, my love, this is Dr. Michelle Daff. Have a blessed day.